Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week after a week one of the NFL is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, son. Great. That's wonderful. Well, let's start off the action in week one of the NFL. And it started as we were recording last week during the Chiefs-Patriots game in a game that I think everybody uh, and their mothers decided was over pretty early. But Kansas City said no, and they came back and won, shellacking the defending champions 42-27 to with Kareem Hunt, who, as we were recording, fumbled on his first NFL uh, carry, and he literally never did that. Well, how little did I know? I said bench the guy, and he went on to be the hero of the game. He had over three three touchdowns, over 300 all-purpose yards. I mean, the debut of all debuts and the retribution uh, of all retributions coming back and carrying the team. And, uh, yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah, well, I thought it was something like there was like a hundred and five straight game with it, where they had a lead in the fourth quarter at uh, Gillette Stadium, and, you know, they had gone on to win. Some incredible streak broken. It really, really was. And, I mean, everything that night seemed to just not go the Patriots' way. Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown. Uh, Gronk, I think, had like 30 yards receiving. He was blanketed by uh, Barry and Peters, and uh, was it Malcolm Mitchell went down? He's now on IR. Dante Hightower went down. He might be out. For, it's sprained. Like, I think they said it's a high ankle sprain, but still, they were that not. That takes a long time to get right. They were not well. You can ask uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, but, I mean, they, they, just none of it was working at all well, especially in the second half for the Patriots. And look, not that Andy Reid is, you know, Tom Coughlin when it comes to, you know, the anti-Belichick, but he's, don't forget, it was against the Chiefs on that Monday night game where all the questions about did the Patriots peak come a couple seasons ago when they won Super Bowl was at 49, you know, well, we're on to Cincinnati, we're on to Cincinnati. That was from that game where, again, the Chiefs beat up badly on the Patriots to, uh, again, scoring 40 points on a Belichick defense that night, too. So, Well, that, 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 I don't think that's ever happened, has it? I, I can't think of a time, um, especially like this. Like, again, you know, Andy Reid, he's not a—he's good. I wouldn't say he's Belichick, but, I mean, he doesn't always beat him, but it's still impressive that he was able to do that and that the team was able to do that, too. So, and you also see a lot, I mean, the loss of somebody like Edelman and even somebody like Malcolm Mitchell. And we're, we've all, we were all high on Brandon Cooks going there. And they just, it seems like there's a lack of depth at the wide receiver position for Brady now. 
And they're pulling. Yeah, that's hard to believe. It it's very hard to believe, but somehow, some way, that's the case. Well, we'll see. We'll see here this week coming. Yeah. Because uh, they'll be down there in uh, uh, New Orleans. Yeah, we'll get to that game in a few. A uh, couple other interesting games in Week One. The Falcons held off a last-minute rally by the Bears to win twenty-three seventeen in Chicago. Um, kind of surprising that they they let the Bears stay in that much, but some uh, another uh, uh, another instance of uh, kind of keeping it close when you wouldn't think so. The Panthers. Cam Newton didn't have a great game. He started off uh, kind of slow, but they ended up uh, pulling it out. Winning pretty big, twenty-three to three, over the Niners in San Francisco. Yeah, um, and the Niners showed zero on offense. Absolutely none. But you, I mean, Brian. And then Orton, they try to force the issue a couple of times with fourth and time going for it on fourth down. That didn't turn. That didn't turn out well. Well, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's not going to. He he wants to try something new, and I I don't blame him. I mean, this is a team that at well, best they have nothing to lose. Yeah. At the what. what you know what's going to happen? They get a top three pick again. You know they they lost uh, right. their um, one of their first round picks, Ruben Foster, a linebacker. Yeah, but you know you got to be patient at football. You know, you you know do. that's why you punt. That's true. Uh, he wants to try something new. I don't know. Was Mike? <laughs> was his father much for a fourth down? I don't know. <laughs> um, after a slow start in which the Cardinals had returned Stafford for a uh, interception, a pick six, Stafford comes out and throw at, leads the team back to a 35-23 win over the Cardinals. Uh, he was the only quarterback that looked like he had played at all, um, meaning that I think quarterback play was down across the entire league. It really was. I saw a stat, Brady, Rodgers, um, who was another one? Eli, uh, well, Eli. Well, Eli, but but there was another one. Anyway, those three combined for a combined, combined yeah. two touchdowns, huh. and then Bradford in one game through three. Yeah, basically yeah. it was Bradford and Stafford were the only quarterbacks that knew how to actually play. Bradford, I, what a tight spiral that guy! So and accuracy beyond belief. I mean, what a difference! His arm has never been the question. It's just those legs that constantly get hurt. I mean, his ACLs are like are like old mm-hmm. rubber bands. They really are. Yeah. But hey, give him some time. Right. In a game in Minnesota on Monday night, the early Monday night game against the Saints 29-19 in Adrian Peterson's return, but um uh, apparently Adrian Peterson doesn't have a good agent because everybody in the world realized after that game, "Oh right. Sean Payton doesn't like to run the ball. He likes to pass the ball." Um, I think Peterson had, what, a total of uh, six carries, something, and the cameras caught him on the sidelines yelling at Peter, you know, Peyton, hey, hey, can I get some more carries? Yeah, well, you're going to have to show a little production then. That's true, absolutely. Uh, The Jets stink, there's no doubt. You know, it's interesting with him, you know, is is that a fit? Probably not, right? Probably not. It's like Garrett, uh, is that his name, Uh, Blunt? Oh, LeGarrette uh, Blount in with uh, the Eagles. Yeah, but he had something like you know three hundred touches over thirty years old. You know, it's you know, hey, it's uh, you know, there's a high mileage on some of these guys. There absolutely is, absolutely. Um, it's a young, it's a young man's game, and you can see that by these, uh, you know, that crop of rookie running backs. I love the first week. The guys are healthy. 
you see they they you know they cut well they you know incredible and then they get some wear and tear and then we'll see who's there at the end well unfortunately for some of these players the wear and tear comes like halfway through the game specifically speaking about david johnson uh who that's every an incredible loss i mean everybody was high yeah, on I mean, we can talk about that around the league some you know meaningful injuries i mean absolutely you got david johnson um, well, for Kansas City's safety, oh, I mean, Eric he's Berry, the best in the business. Eric Berry. I mean, that's just also that's just so unfortunate. I mean, here's a guy who came back from sure. from cancer, and oh yeah, just yeah. A, I, and not not only did he come back from it, but he is one of the best in the league. As we were absolutely, and very sadly, he goes down with. Um, I think it was also an. Uh, ACL. Achilles. A go with Achilles. Was an Achilles. Oh, yeah, it geez. was something. Well, it wasn't good, that's for sure. It, he'll be back, but no time soon. Uh, Andrew Luck is definitely not healthy, but we knew that before the season. And Scott Tolson, his backup, apparently is not very good either because the Rams. Well, when he, when he plays and Kaepernick sits, I mean, you know, that tells you what a liability Kaepernick is. Yeah, the people are just cutting their, you know, teams are cutting off their nose to spite their face, you know. And when you look around the league and you see other players, and quite honestly, players that are by fans' respect, like Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch has been sitting for the for the um, uh, the. Well, he the says he's totally different. I mean, he got a really raw deal by the NFL. I mean, I I thought, and then by not giving him the ball at the goal line, allowing the Patriots to win that game, I mean, all kinds of problems. Right, but he, but you know, just I, because he wore gold shoes or whatever, I mean, oh, gold. You know, he's outspoken. He, you know, he won't come to press conferences and you know do what the league wants. But you know, it's just. But he, but he's, but he's, he's loved by um, mainstream fans. I mean, he, oh, absolutely, the Skittles, right? Yeah. Uh, how much does Kaepernick have to do with the with with, with lesser interest in the NFL with with ratings? I mean, I don't know. No, he does. It, you know, it, but I know that for politics and ESPN, I mean, that you know, that's the wrong station for that stuff. Right. You know, I, but people get tired of that. We don't. I don't tune in for politics. I, in fact, I tune in to football to get away from the real world. Right. And it, men, it's an escape hatch. You know. It, I, you know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't need a parade of political opinion. It is. I mean, it, we have our own, and I think the ratings are showing that, and definitely killing ESPN. Well, it's killing the ESPN, and it's also just you also noticing there's just a, also a lack of interest in a lot of the football. I mean, personally, when my team is terrible like this, how I'm sorry, I like football. I don't love football that much where right. I can really right. get excited. When I see some people online saying, I'm so happy football's back, I, I just I don't know if I totally believe them because, like you were saying, Quarterback play was down across the league. You're seeing yeah, well. It, it was week five in uh, for for preseason. It's what it was. It really was. You're seeing non-traditional teams like outcomes. You're just surprised about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Believe it or not, are over 500 for the first time in like eight years. And Some, they scored like 42 points. It's 29, 29 to seven over the Texans. I mean, the Bills won. The Rams slaughtered the Colts. I mean, j- just things that you're not really used to. Uh, the, the Aaron Rodgers throwing, what, one touchdown, two touchdowns? Eli mm-hmm. Manning being manhandled. I mean, I mean, just... Well, Eli's an interesting story because I saw something recently. In the last three games, they haven't scored 20 points. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so there's, there's something seriously wrong there. 
I think so. You know, and 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 I, and I thought they were on the way, you know, to, to doing something. Well, be, you know, be, I know yeah. it takes more than one week to make a season, but uh, when you don't solve the problems you had the year before, you're not better. And teams are either better or worse in football. They don't stay the same. That's true. But I think just uh, I think there's going to be a bit of an apathy this season because not only. Uh, with all the bad press or the negative press or whatever you want to call it that the NFL has been going through in right. the tabloid, you know, just in 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 news columns in the off season, but then you know, I mean, we probably saw the greatest Super Bowl, a comeback, an overtime. I mean, and the crowning of the so-called greatest of all time. So there's <laughs> no, but I'm serious. There's this sort yeah. of like, well, we've peaked. So how are we going to come back? I'm sure as the season goes on, especially when baseball is done and they're, you know, f- uh, hockey and basketball are only starting up, then, you know, the, the king will regain the crown. But for right now, it's just a little like, eh. Well, the weather is. changes, too. I mean, that when, makes a difference in, you know, in the Northeast, right? Because yeah. it limits what, what you're going to do, and then it gets cold, and then, you know, you're in front of the TV. Holidays, too, gatherings, family gatherings. So you want to put on something right. that everybody can enjoy, so, you know, so you put on a football game. So it's going to come. It's just at this point in the season, sometimes you're more revved up, and just this year, it, it seems like a lot of people aren't. Um, well, and, well, the NFL, you know, they'll, they'll give you a million reasons. You know, now, now it's the, uh, it, you know, it's the bad weather. It's it's the tornado. It's the flood. It's all these other reasons why, you know, ratings are down. Yeah, yeah. I'd heard uh, it was actually in in reference to a wrestling promoter talking about why his uh, supercard didn't draw well, and he could have blamed, you know, uh, a, lo- a different team playing. I think it was in Houston. He could have blamed yeah. it on the Astros playing a game, or you know, this holiday. But the point was, he co- finally came to the realization he didn't put on a big enough event. He didn't put on a big enough marquee match. He didn't have something that the people wanted to see, no matter what the other distractions are. And so right. once the distraction... You have to be captivating. You have to be captivating, and, you know, week one, it didn't really work out. But we can move on to week two. Yeah. Now, so now... Well, uh, to finish off week one, I yeah, want to sure. apologize to Raider Nations because I, I made a reference that they weren't a good road team. And it turns out not only did they win on the road, uh, they're six and one last uh, year on the road. Yeah, that's impressive. So yeah, yeah they 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 overcame Tennessee twenty six sixteen. And Tennessee was interesting last week, and the same thing this week. They started out as the dog and ended up the favorite. So the public isn't really respecting uh, you know the Vegas line, and I think we all paid the price last week. I think a lot of people did, um, uh, but I, I wouldn't worry about the Raiders this week in Week Two because they're facing the Jets, and as I mentioned, the Jets are terrible. <laughs> um, so, so what are your uh, what are your best bets of the week for Week Two in the NFL? Well, for what what I well as far as well, I kind of think down here where I like uh, I, I like a few underdog teams. I mean, last week, uh, no, Phillies didn't do well for the most part. Um, but I do like the Jags again, right? Uh, so they're playing the Titans, right? And the Titans are favored again. You know, they didn't start out that way. Yeah. Ten- last week or this week. So, so, you know, the public's on the Titans. Yeah. Tennessee, I have as uh, giving two to Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville also lost their star wide receiver, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, right. first round pick. 
He's played three seasons. I think he's had like only a handful of catches. Like he has spent far way too much time on the on the IR than on the field. So Jacksonville's down a guy, but well, I'm, I'm liking them. I'm liking the Packers on the road. So that's kind of a rematch of the um, of the um, championship NFC. game last year. Uh, yeah, last year. Yeah, I think that, and that's going to be the opening. Uh, that's a the Sunday night game. That's going to be op- the opening of the new uh, Atlanta Stadium. Uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's the not the I, it's not the Chick Fil A Stadium. I know they have a Chick Fil A in it that they can't open. Well, they that they wouldn't be open on Sunday. That right, exactly. <laughs> right, so it's just really interesting. So yeah, so uh, um, <laughs> Atlanta giving Green Bay two. Um, so you like Green Bay plus two in Atlanta? Okay. Yeah, I do. Even though it's, uh, I think they played seven times, Rogers and uh, Ryan, and it's like uh, Ryan's won four of the four of them. And, you know, but I don't know. I I don't think they were impressive to Falcons last week. I'm no. sort of Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's see how that hangover works. Um, you know, I no, and, and I like the Vikings on the road. I think they they were impressive last week. They absolutely were. Minnesota and, and, and in, that rookie running back is fun to watch. Delvin Cook was awesome this week, and right, you know, uh, so yeah, so Minnesota in Pittsburgh plus seven. All right, yeah, I like those. But and, and tomorrow night, I like the Bengals on a short week. I mean, they got pressed last week at home. They're home again this week. Uh, Texans without a quarterback. I don't know who's going to play. Yeah, cin- uh, you know they're kind of upside down. Cincinnati getting six and a half in Cincinnati. I don't know if I like. I would take that. I think I do like Houston. What do you Did- mean Cincinnati? Well, you said you said Cincinnati. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cincinnati. They're not getting. They're given, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. They're given six and a half. I'm. I like Houston there actually. I kind of like really? you. Yeah, because okay. I think last week was a big letdown. I mean, they were super. Yeah pumped up when J.J. Watt came out and he's doing, he's waving the Lone Star flag and he is... Oh, pumped. yeah, I understand all that. But they got now all... Now you gotta, now you got to take this failed show on the road. Right, but I, and I, I was happy to see Deshaun Watson get in and he's going to start. My understanding is he will start. I know he had, he was questionable uh, a little bit er, a couple days ago. After well, that's we, an interesting question. Do you throw him to the wolves right now? But I don't know how much of a... I mean, it's a big decision. Do you really think they're going anywhere to share the Texans? I think so. It's, you it's, do. It's, it's an open enough division. It is, because nobody... I mean, everybody's high on the Jaguars, but until they do something, you know, it really... The Texans are the defending uh, AFC South champions. The Titans have started to come on, but... Well, I don't, I don't expect them to win the Super Bowl this year. No. So I, I'm, I'm really not giving them... You know, so that's a... That's the problem for the front office. Like, are you going to play a veteran? Or you, you already made a switch, right? Yeah. Are you going to go back to, uh, you I mean, know, I, and this that, is, that, how, does, how does that work? Well, Bill O'Brien is, you know, for all the success he's, down, he's had down there, he still wants to keep his job, so he's going to do whatever he thinks he needs to. He's a quarterback coach, so he's probably right now, you know, he was well, pretty... he's a quarterback coach, but, I mean, I, I'm going to look at the results, you know, his body of work. Right. And I'm not seeing that at the quarterback position. I think that's what they lack. Yeah. That's what's holding them back. So I I, I guess I just disagree on that. That's fair enough. Um, I'm I'm liking the Panthers at home. Uh, I think it's a little wake-up time there. Yeah, Carolina returns home. And how do you not like the Rams? I mean, the Rams did damage 
uh, badly. So yeah, uh, the Rams given two and a half. Well, the biggest shock of the week, how to be golf. I mean, that's another apology I really should make. I mean, uh, uh, sorry about that, uh, Mr. Goff, but uh, I, I had you, you know, just filling in the place and then being out of the league. And this guy had 117 quarterback rating. I mean, biggest surprise of the week, I believe. I would have to say so. Um, aside from the Chiefs winning, but yeah, I think you're right. Uh, the Ram- Rams given two and a half at home, and also the uh, Panthers given seven and a half to Buffalo at home too. So, all right. Yeah, Buffalo on the road. Yeah, so that's a tough one. But there's some interesting matchups uh, for a couple of reasons. One is uh, Andy Reid and the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. So that's. I believe you know, this is the return game, isn't it? Isn't this his first first time back? I could be wrong. Yeah. But also, the, his underling is the head coach of the Eagles. Doug Peterson, who was the, uh, I think, well, quarterback coach, because technically the offensive coordinator is uh, um, uh, Reed. You know, he calls the, own play, he calls the plays yeah. on offense. But, yeah, uh, Doug Peterson was his underling and as assistant well, against he was City. his offensive coordinator who now doesn't call plays. Yeah. So, you know, that's a bit of an oddity. Um, so, you know, and you got the Rams and the Redskins. Mm-hmm. You know, because the head coach of the Rams was 30 years old, was three years the offensive coordinator for the Redskins, so they're matching up. Yeah. So that should be interesting, right? Oh, absolutely. And then you've got the, um, I'm thinking also you have Arians uh, for the Cardinals, head coach first um, back at the Colts where he was interim head coach. You're the first before he became the head coach out there. He was then in Indianapolis. He was the first ever interim coach ever to win coach of the year. Yeah, um, shocking, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, who was the coach of uh, the Colts? Um, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, not Arians, but um, in any case, he, in the did you hear in the post in the post game yeah. conference? He called the the Rams the Forty ers by accident. He said we got our butt kicked by the Forty ers and no <laughs> nobody corrected him. Like a, everything yeah. went wrong on in that day, and that was the you know the cherry well, on top. Yeah, we like we you know we like head coach uh, one liners, but uh, the the Rams defensive coordinator, right? He's seventy years old, He's, mm. right? Yeah. Are you familiar with him? He used to be with the Denver Broncos and the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget his name yet, but continue. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because he's 70 and head coach is 30. So he said it's the first time in the league that the head coach was in uh, daycare and the (laughs) defensive coordinator was Medicare. Uh oh yeah oh wait Wade Phillips yeah because yeah he's yeah. Wade Phillips Wade he, Phillips yeah I tell you what everywhere he goes that defense appro- improves right away they oh they love to play for him he does not mess around when it comes to his defenses and I but a forty year age gap yeah I mean, it's, it's it's amazing that is unbelievable but I think they're smart to pick a guy like him right because I mean that's basically what the Steelers did. You know, to three head coaches since 1969 or whatever. Absolutely. Because they, they pick young guys that are successful. Yeah, and it works out well for them, that's for certain. So, yeah. all right, good. So, so that's the NFL there. Moving over quickly to fantasy sports. Um, I was 0 for 3 this week, and I'm okay with that. I went in going into the season saying I'm going to draft Brady. I drafted Brady in all three of my leagues, number one. He's the he's the cover boy for Madden. 
I'm right. I'm putting my skin in the game. I will happily accept a to- a fully defeated season in three my three leagues, if it means that Brady uh, it fulfills the Madden curse. And so he brought me down. Uh, Gronkowski brought me down. Uh, but in one league, I had Jordy Nelson. He did succeed well for me. Um, well, I, what a difference that'll make this year. He uh, was missed last year. Absolutely. Uh, I pull. I had Jonathan Stewart start on my team in in a different league, and he did well for me. Um, uh, and then in uh, a separate league, I actually had Kareem Hunt. Uh, he got me an outstanding forty-one and a half points. Um, however, I was. I also had Andy Dalton start in one of my leagues <laughs> in a two quarterback league. That didn't work well. What did he have, like three, four interceptions? It was a horrible day for him. Four interceptions and a fumble lost. He got zero points. Zero. Not one, right. not <laughs> zero points. Um, and then, you know, Brandon Marshall, who I was always also high on because I figured, well, if, OD, if you know OBJ is out, if Beckham's out, then obviously he'll be the number one target. Nope. He was just window dressing, window yeah, dressing. one catch for 10 yards. They, you know, I had a feeling that he was going to play. I mean, the way, you know, they, they were coy about that. I mean, he didn't play, and then uh, Elliott does play, and I heard Elliott's going to play this week too. Yeah, the NFL has filed a, uh, an injunction to, uh, to counter Zeke's injunction. Right. Um, but basically, it's it, it, it's like anything else with the court system. Some sometimes yeah, it, it takes to be determined later, right? So just like it was with um, the Flategate, you know, he'll play. He'll probably play this season, but and then justice next season. delayed is justice denied. It's true, but also at the same time, if you're not liking that this um, this arbitrary uh, NFL commissioner who works for the owners, thirty two of them, by the way, if you're but how does he trump the courts? I mean, if the courts don't bring charges, where does he get his? Here's here's how I look at it. He is a he is a an employee for a company. The company being the NFL or technically the Cowboys, and the over the overseeing body is the commissioner's office. Well, right. then I, I'm sorry. And the same thing with Brady. If you don't like it, please join the union. And fight for this to get some a, a panel, an arbitration panel, instead of saying, uh, you know, we need the paychecks. Yeah, 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 you have the power. Whatever, just get us to our next paycheck. I uh, don't think the NFL is good at surrendering power to anybody. No, 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 I'm talking about the— I mean, they're I'm a ta- monopoly. I understand that. I'm talking about the players' union. The players' union saying, boy, you know what, we, we got it. Football union's the, the weakest union out there. Right, and it shows of be- all the sports. It shows because they they just want to get to Sunday. They need to get their game check. So you know what? Fine, let somebody else make a mistake. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Roger, in your in your ivory tower with your with your yeah. suit on, you can make the judgment down here. That's it's all I'm saying. Still a management game. You know, I think the other games are union games. No, I think you're right. I mean, baseball has the strongest union, I'd say. And football players are used are used to being told what to do. This is true. That's a very so good point. A, you know, so when they're independent thinkers, you know, problems happen. Right. So, in any case, so fantasy football is going as well as I had planned. Wahaha. And how's the wife doing? Oh, she's doing well. Uh, she won her game as well. She actually, <laughs> she actually beat her father in uh, in the Everyman Sports League. So my father-in-law right. is in that one as well. Um, you go, girl. <laughs> so moving over to baseball. 
and we we really glossed over it, but really two uh, quite interesting things happened uh, over the last week, both positive and negative. We'll start with the negative because I want to end on the positive. That was more recent. The Los Angeles Dodgers, the team that was on the cover of Sports Illustrated claiming the best team ever with periods, um, went on a terrible losing streak. In fact, they just broke a, let's see, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 game losing streak, including sweeps at the hand of the playoff bound Diamondbacks and Rockies. And well, that's, you know, that, that's an oddity, right? Because they were a winning team. Now, many losing teams throughout time have, have done that. Right. But a team with a winning record? I mean, this, is, this, this, this all started Saturday, August 26th, when they lost the first of two out of three to the Brewers. They then got swept by the Diamondbacks, lost three out of four against the terrible San Diego Padres, and then the aforementioned sweeps until finally beating uh, the rival Giants on Tuesday night. I mean, it was bad. It was something like 15 out of 16 games they had lost, you know, or 15 out of 17 games they had lost. I mean, they're lucky if they, at this point, they're, I think, at 92 wins, 93 wins. Yeah. They're going to be lucky if they go over 100 because they, ha- they still have three games against the Nationals, which, you know, quite frankly, might just be the, um, uh, the, the NL championship matchup right there. The Phillies might be a cakewalk. You do have the Giants, but the Giants are going to fight hard, and so are the Padres. They're not good, but they're going to fight hard. And then you finish off with the Rockies, who... At that point, they may actually be trying to host the wild card game as opposed to, you know, go on the road to Arizona and, you know, be be the road team. So, uh, I mean, they're they're probably going to get 8 wins. They'll probably get to 100, but I don't know if they'll get much more than that. And this was a team that was questioning can they overtake uh, 116 games, 118 games. But... Right, right. I I was talking about it, but I've kind of thought that they were going to stall Eventually, and then um, and and that the uh, Cubs would uh, would pick up late, and the Cubs have come back late. Uh, the Nationals have come back of late too. Even with Bryce Harper being out, Steven Strasburg is on a really good streak pitching for them. Um, so the Dodgers, I'd like to think that when they get to October, because this is really just a stack team. Kershaw, you know, he did break the uh, losing streak for them on Tuesday night. So you'd like to think that Kershaw, even with all of his bad playoff moments, he's still good enough. They do have an excellent bullpen with um, Kenley Jansen. And, uh, I mean, their hitting is, their lineup is unbelievable. And they just kept on getting guys and guys and guys, you know, to supplement. Well, then maybe they think they're already there. They might. Maybe they are, but... Uh, we'll see. So that's coming up. The end of the season for them is coming up soon, and uh, we'll we'll see where they go. But right now they're staggering to the finish line. They are. Uh, one team that is definitely not would be the Cleveland, uh, uh, as the hashtag says, Windians. Um, 21 games in a row, which sets an American League record. Somebody put it into context. There have been 12,000 or. 1,200 and some 43 different franchise seasons combined. 
And this mm-hmm. is the first season that a team has won 21 games in the American League. The record is in the National League. It's 26 games by... Um, yeah, 100 years ago. Yeah, the 1916 uh, New York Giants. But they tied the um, uh, the Chicago Cubs of uh, eons ago. I wonder um, how many teams were in the league then. I mean, 20 maybe, if you that. You think that many? Well, in the National League, there was probably about eight. But maybe okay. combined the league, there might have been 20. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Corey Kluber, their ace, who won four games amid, amidst this 21-game uh, game winning streak. He got the win to tie the record, and today they they won the record. F- they now have the record 5-3 uh, to three over the Tigers. Well, it's something like an 145 games or whatever, like the same six pitchers. Yeah. I mean, this is a you know, team started, so that's incredible. Many other franchises have been beset by injuries, as as the aforementioned uh, Bryce Harper, you know, with the Nationals, yeah. and you know, last season. I mean, it's not this season, but you know, Kyle Schwarber went down for a while last year for the Cubs, and you know, the Mets have had all their injuries, and just things have not gone well around the league. But here's a team that just kept on going. 21 games, no real, like you said, injuries. They they added Jay Bruce, Francisco Lindor has been doing amazing. Um, I mean, the, you know, the, their team is ready. There's no doubt that they want to, you know, have a comeback. They want to. They don't want to be uh, have a hangover. Well, that's um, the former Boston uh, Terry coach, Fr- right? Terry Francona, absolutely. Francona, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's he's a fun guy. He absolutely is. Uh, yeah, he he says the team you know that does what he asks, and they try to improve all the time, and it's sure showing results here. And it's nice to see a team streak to the finish. And boy, they are, and they still have you know they could potentially match or beat. They've got four games against the Royals, who have faded uh, pretty badly. Um, and then they have the Angels. That might be the tough, the tough part. Uh, mid, you know, the middle of next week. That might well, be the tough t- part. Is going to be the playoffs. Well, I think that's absolutely true. But specifically speaking about continuing on their path to uh, yeah, well, I think they proved what they, you know, they set out to prove here. They absolutely did. And I'm rooting for them and the Cubs in the World Series. You know, and power to Middle America. Yeah, I don't en- enough enough focus on the coast. <laughs> well, I will say this. I would also like to see, you know, the Astros perform well, you know. Um, that would be great. That's a good story. But also, good story. But also Justin Verlander down there now, um, mm-hmm. working out well. Uh, the Yankees have had a bit of a tumble, um, so their their chances of winning the National League East have uh, diminished a little American bit. American League. Yeah, the American League East. Um, yeah, the Cubs are two games two games up on St. Louis and Milwaukee, respectfully. So that's not done for them, but they have come back, especially from that mid from their mid season form. Um, well, that the Cubs remind me of a stalking type horse, where they don't need the lead, but they can you know close off it down the stretch. Right. Not very true. So so let's see how this horse race goes. Right. Minnesota right now is three and a half games out of the first wild card spot, but they hold the second wild card spot by two games over the Angels and then a litany of teams, you know, four, 
five teams within five games after that behind them. But it, it's the Yankees to to Yankees are going to host the wild card game. It's just who's it going to be? Either Minnesota or the Angels. And in this playoff picture, the only thing missing is St. Louis this year. I mean, St. Louis struggled very badly early, but they've really been able to uh, come back this season. And they're in striking distance, not only of, well, I mean, really, realistically, their only shot is the uh, division title because they're three and a half out for the wild card teams. Arizona and the Cardinals have, or Arizona and the Rockies, I should say, have not moved since, I think, May in terms of host, you know, having the wild card spots. Those teams have been destined for the playoffs ever since then. And they've just, I mean, they've been playing playoff games all season against each other, quite frankly. Mm. So it's been... Well, I, I expected something out of Colorado. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I wanted to finish off with uh, an interesting story that came out um, that we kind of pa- passed over, but it came to the forefront. Uh, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles long snapper. Did you hear about this story? John, Dur- uh, sorry, I apologize. Durembos, 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 no. John Durembos, long snapper for the Eagles. Um, okay. Long snapper. He was traded to the New Orleans Saints. And in the incoming, uh, impending physical that he was given, you know, every player who goes to a new yeah. team, they get a physical. Uh, it found out that he had a, um, a heart condition. Yeah. that they found because of the physical that he never would have found if he didn't ha- if he wasn't traded and found this heart. So what? There's, I thought they had good doctors in Philly. Well, they have good doctors in Philly, but you know, if you're not looking for something, you're not going to mm. find it. Um, but he's a really interesting character now that he's, his news has come. Yeah, so it was he had heart surgery repair and aortic aneurysm. Right. I mean, that's life-threatening. Um, it is, yeah. So he did that, but if he had not been traded, he never would have been founded. But he's also a really interesting character. This is a, the, Again, that doesn't say much for the NFL. And, and uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's enough accusation of poor, poor medical treatment for the NFL. Right, it's very true. And, and I mean, this is an oversight. This is an, an omission. I mean, you know, this is a problem. Right, but again... If you're not looking, you can get a physical. That's not necessarily that you'll find something like this. It's just a really, and it also, it yeah. came, to, he's, he's an interesting person. He's an amateur magician um, that he entertains his, his teammates, and he's well-loved. Apparently, he, he was on America's Got Talent. He was a finalist uh, as a, as a uh, magician. He also got... He got a scholarship at Texas at um, UTEP, Texas El Paso, yeah. Yeah. Um, by sending um, game footage of other players at his high school, but labeled him. So, uh, so it's it's just a reason. Doesn't I mean that's an interesting thing to do, right? Um, to do that sort of stuff. So, yeah, he's creative. He's very creative. I mean, if you're a magician and you know. Something if you can get onto America's Got Talent and make it to the finals, that's really interesting. I think. Sure. So it was just one of those stories that came out like, really, that's fascinating. So. Well, talking about the Eagles and you know and uh, you know injuries. I mean, I think they 
they traded for a cornerback, and I think he's out for the season. Uh, you're probably right about that. Yeah, so that, that that's going to be interesting because that was their weakness. Yeah. You know, one of their main weaknesses. So let's see how that rolls. But uh, yeah. to be seen. Yeah, uh, not Caleb's. Uh, Sidney Jones, it might have been. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Ronald Darby. It might have been. Actually, it might have been Ronald Darby, I think. In Darby. That's Darby, yep. is, yeah. Randall He's Darby. A cornerback, yeah. Yeah, cornerback. He suffered a dislocated right ankle oh, and is expected to miss four to six weeks. Yikes. Yeah, he came from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, so they, you know, they're expecting, you know, good things with him. But Not that true. defense sure looks good. And Schwartz was blitzing and they had everything going right. Yeah, well, it's a long season, and we'll get into it for sure. Well, thanks very much for joining me this week, Dad. I appreciate it. Oh, that was fun. All right, great. All right, everybody, have a good week. Enjoy week two. And, Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.